Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, November 2nd, 2016. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Mariah Carey and James Packer, Bruno Mars and Mark Ronson, Destiny's Child, Idris Elba, Justin Thoreau, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hi, I'm Britney Spears. I've had the pleasure of singing all over this great nation, but today I'm lending my voice to the 15 million kids in America struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left without enough food for a meal. But it doesn't have to be this way. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks helps to get food to families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to learn how you can help. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help you help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's a good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectoral. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment dot radio. Or you can follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the high heel shoe, at S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. I just go to T. Jones Gibbs, that's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny 64 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's listening to the show on the phone lines and in the chat room. Thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And again, if you want to know more about the show and you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio, just click on that follow-up button and it will send you a reminder. It will send you an email or on your iPhone or iPad when I on the air live and if you're not a registered listener register it's free just type in the blogtalkradio.com and just register for a list as a listener it's free uh, on today's show I'm going to be talking about uh, this whole Mariah Carey and James Packer drama uh, how the whole thing uh, they speculating how they, the whole engagement how they broke up and now they're saying that they have a draft well, I'll tell you what's in the draft of their prenuptial agreement. Yeah, they have it put they put it out there. So some of the I guess you can say some of the things that Mariah's asking is kind of what we've been hearing a lot in the news lately about 
how she wanted James to give her fifty million dollars. How he asked she want to be. Uh, how she said that she want him to buy her a mansion to live. Some of that is some. Some of it's in the prenup. So I'll give you the details. Also, uh, this week, uh, you know, my man Bruno Mars. He got that that smash hit twenty four karat uh, magic. Well, you remember last year? You know, he had that hit with uh, the talented Mark Ronson. Well, apparently they're being sued. They're being sued for that hit that they had. So uh, I'll give you the details. Uh, You remember it was the Uptown Funk song. They're being sued over that song. Also this week, uh, Justin Theroux, uh, you know, he's married to uh, Jennifer Aniston. Well, apparently it seemed like he threw shade at Brad Pitt, according to a picture that was featured with like an art piece piece that was uh, made by this graffiti artist by the name of Nick Flat, And in the background, it it has a lot of uh, F this, F that. And they think that uh, Justin Theroux is behind it. So I'll tell you the latest. Also this week, uh, somebody else is leaving the view. And, uh, you know, it was to be expected. Raven Simone is leaving the view. Uh, I think her contract is, uh, she's not renewing her contract because she's going to return back to Disney for a That's So Raven uh, reboot, so to speak. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories for this week. Hit it! All right, before I get started, uh, I just wanted to say, just to remind you guys, while we're here in November, Halloween was just a couple of days ago, the holiday season is upon us. Just a quick reminder, don't forget that this Sunday is where we have to change the clocks back. Darn it. You know, I like daylight saving time because I like where, you know, it's day still sunshine at 7 o'clock in the evening. But, yes, don't forget to turn your clocks back this Sunday so that you'll be able to come to school and work on time come Monday morning. Also, next week, next Tuesday, it's uh, election day. Can you believe it? We got six more days left before this election drama is over. And I just want to remind to all the young people that are currently listening to the show, please, 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 if you haven't registered to vote, please vote. Please make your voice heard. It's very important. Um, I know a lot of young people really was rooting for Bernie Sanders, but you have to look at the big picture. Do you want to vote for somebody who's, I mean, and don't, you know, don't look at the sweat the small stuff. Just look at the big picture. Make sure that you look at what each candidate has to offer. Do you want somebody who's smart, with intelligence, who's capable, who can lead the country, or you want someone who's want to make a mockery of the whole election process, in my opinion. I'm not naming names, but just go out there and vote. Make your voices heard this Tuesday. we only got six days left before the election. All right. Let's go. Let's start with the, the latest news this week. Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey, they are now, their divorce is official. That's right, Cannon finally signed the documents allowing Mariah to remarry just days before she called it quit with her billionaire fiancé, James Packer. The uh, actor, who had reportedly been holding off on signing on the pair's divorce document, made it officially right before Packer and Carrie got into a fight in Greece. So this is according to uh, certain websites. The... Mariah and uh, Cannon, they married in 2008. They filed for a divorce in 2015. The couple was granted joint custody of their five-year-old twins, Monroe and Moroccan, with neither getting child support. Uh, The pair also has an easy distribution of property, calling for them to to keep what they individually earned during the marriage. Carrie and her Australian businessman fiancé got engaged in January, and the news of the pair bombshell split surfaced last week, although they reportedly hadn't seen each other since last month. Now, 
There's rumors going around that James Packer had allegedly flipped out on one of Carrie's backup dancers, Brian Tanaka, in June uh, in a fit of jealousy. That's what they're speculating after he suspect, suspect, suspected him as getting too close to Mariah. Uh, they claimed that they reportedly split earlier this year, but the news of the breakup began circulating last week. Now, her backup dancer, uh, Tanaka, and Carrie, they were spotted at multiple places since she called off the engagement, including uh, this past Saturday night in Los Angeles. Now, she, now there's rumors that she said that um, she blamed a former Scientology honcho by the name of Tommy Davis for the split, claiming he started giving Packer advice that changed the course of their relationship. Now, this is according to TMZ. Carrie refused to leave the mansion that she shared with Packer, and she's requesting another property. Now, here's the latest. They just came out with the draft of the prenup, and apparently uh, James Packer was all set to go. He he was banking on their love and everything, but he demanded that his lawyers hurry up and sign the prenuptial agreement so that the pair could get married in March, uh, this was according to emails from February. The prenup draft from Carrie Team, which was ultimately never signed, detailed that she would receive $50 million if they broke up, the same amount that she is now demanding from her ex-fiancé. The document also stated that Carrie must give back any jewelry she received from Packer if they split, unless he specifically signed a note saying it was a gift. Now, Mariah reportedly already has a wedding dress. She had ordered flowers. Flowers or The flower order was placed. Travel arrangement was completed for the guests joining them in Bora Bora. At the time, Carrie and her ex-husband, Nick Cannon, at that time, their divorce was not finalized. So she and Packer were planning on hosting a commitment ceremony as opposed to the actual wedding. Now, Again, like I was saying, Mariah is demanding that James buy her an L.A. mansion as she refused to leave the home that they both shared together. She also, again, like I said, she's blaming some former Scientology honcho by the name of Tommy Davis for her breakup, noting that, you know, he apparently this guy was giving advice to James. Apparently, they got into some kind of blowout fight while yachting in Greece over the summer, and the news of the split began circulating last week. But uh, they're saying that they haven't seen each other in months. Now, I'm not surprised, and I tell you this, as long as I had the radio show here on Blog Talk Radio, that I knew that this was kind of a mistake because, first of all, um, they both were still married. I know they were still married at the time They when they met, he was still married to his ex-wife. Mariah was still married to Nick. They met each other a couple of months. They dated, whatever, and the next thing you know, he gives her a ring. And I always tell you, and I tell anybody, if you're going to date someone, get to know them. Not for four months or six months. or Get to know them for a quite a while before you say I do, before you walk down that aisle, because you don't know what you're getting. You know, she probably saw a side of James like, what, you know, you know, there was rumors like something happened on that yacht. They said he went off on the assistant. Allegedly, uh, they said that something happened and Mariah was just turned off. And she was like, let me get out of here and take the next flight to L.A., because this is supposed to have happened allegedly on a yacht in Greece. Now, if she had, if the two of them had waited, dated for a year or two, they would have known that she, James would know Mariah's a sort of a diva, and she would have known if he has a temper, so to speak, or whatever his issues, or his uh, maybe he's just uh, insecure, and and that's why you know he's allegedly didn't like the fact that her dancers were getting too close to her. Maybe he's jealous. If they had waited a while, they would have known what was up with each other. But I'm I'm not surprised. I just wish the both of them the best. 
I'll keep you posted because apparently Mariah says she is not going nowhere. She's going to stay in that mansion. So if he find her another home, then she can move on. But And uh, Bruno Mars and Mark Ronson, you know, when the two of them get together, they really can put, put it down when it comes to the music. You remember that hit... Uh, uh, the uh, song that they had a hit last year, um, Uptown Funk. Well, they're facing a new lawsuit over their hit single, Uptown Funk. It was a 1980s funk soul group by the name of Collage. They're accusing the two of ripping off their 1983 single called Young Girls. They also said that the duo admitted in the interview to being ex- inspired by the 80s in Minneapolis and electro funk scene, which Collage was a part of. Now, the group is now seeking unspecified damages and profit. Mars and Ronson hadn't responded to the lawsuit, but it's not the only copyright infringement allegation they have faced. Funk group The Sequence previously claimed that the duo of copying their 1979 song, Funk You Up, while the Gap Band accused them of heavily borrowing from their song, Oops, Upside Your Head. The Gap Band members were later given songwriting credits and a percentage of the royalties. I don't know what, you know, it's hard to, you know, with this whole big thing about sampling music, remember the big case last year with Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams with the Marvin Gaye, their blur lines had some similarities to Marvin Gaye's song. So with that big case, now it's, it's, it's being more evident that more and more people are suing today artists for this smash hit because of certain words or certain titles or certain sampling or certain sound sounds too familiar to what they had did. But, I, you know, I always say there's nothing new under the sun. Everybody samples everybody's material. The thing is is that you have to get permission. And Destiny Child fueled rumors, reunion Speculations. Uh, they feel reunion speculation after an official Instagram account for them emerged. Fans of the trio consisted of Beyonce Knowles, Kelly Rowland, and Michelle Williams. They're hoping for a 20th anniversary reunion in 2017. Now, the account was created last week and is run by Legacy Recording, Sony Music Entertainment. It has since gained more than 19,000 followers at the time of publication. So far, the account posted about the anniversary of singles and albums, including Girls, Number Ones, and Soldier, featuring T.I. and Little Wayne. It also follows Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle. So, yeah, there's some rumors going around that there might be some kind of reunion. They might go back on tour. Who knows? I saw Destiny Child in a concert Several years ago, uh, they was at the Nassau Coliseum in Long Island, and uh, they put on a great show. It was a really nice concert. So, yeah, so hopefully for the fans, maybe this will be something, you know, because now Beyonce has finally finished her tour, the Formation tour. Now Jay-Z is getting ready to go on tour or get his music out there. So what is Beyonce going to do? She's going to get right back out there maybe to join Jay-Z again or to join our girls. We have to wait and see. Right now we have uh, 17 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. If you are a registered listener here on Block Talk Radio and you want to tune in each Wednesday live here in New York City at 1 p.m. Eastern, Click on the follow-up button on top of that show page, my show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you check us out on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Like our Facebook page. Tell a friend about the Facebook page and tell a friend about the show. Also, follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1, T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. You can follow me as well. S the letter 14, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And don't forget to follow me on the gram at T. Jones Gibbs. So much for the Madonna and Idris Elba dating rumors. As previously reported, the actor was all over Madonna's social media this past weekend, spark, sparking talks that the two are the newest celebrity couple. 
The material girl was front and center at Idris' kickboxing match and posted footage on her Instagram. Also, the singer posted a Snapchat of her sparing with Elba, followed by a selfie on the floor beside him with the message, I kicked his butt, and some pics after his match. Uh, it, it didn't help that the son ran a story claiming that the two went out to dinner following Elba's kickboxing match and was spotted kissing. An unnamed source was quoted as saying they had only eyes for each other. Addressing the rumor and the dating rumors, it had spawned. El, uh, Idris tweeted a firm denial the other day saying, quote, I am, am I sleeping with Madonna? No, MFers, don't believe the hype, unquote. This is not the first the world has seen of this duel. Last year, Madonna brought uh, Idris on stage during the Berlin stop of her Rebel Heart tour, and also Idris did some DJing for uh, Madonna as well. So, I mean, they're both friends, but uh, anything romantically, no can do. And boy, did a lot of people were up, a lot of women was up in arms when they heard the news. They was like, what? Madonna, Idris, come on. So I didn't believe it for a second, but I'm glad that Idris put it out there that don't believe the hype. And uh, Justin Thoreau, uh, Thoreau, is he's making it clear that he's not out to diss anyone. The 45-year-old actor had to clarify his Instagram post from Saturday, which featured an art piece by graffiti artist Nick Flatt, a woman is sticking her middle finger in in her mouth in the mural while the background reads F cocaine, F haters, F politics, and other more colorful sayings. Uh, though naturally, considering that Thoreau is married to Jennifer Aniston, some fans quickly zero on the words F Brad Pitt, which appear in hot pink on the right of the mural. Now, Aniston and Pitt were married for five years before divorcing in 2005, Uh, This is what Thoreau wrote. He said, no, this post is not shading anyone because I'm not 11 years old. I mean, seriously. Thoreau and Anderson had been married since August of 2015. The Leftover Star commented on Pitt and Angelina Jolie headline, making split uh, the split of them in September. And uh, they said that they had nothing but compassion for the situation. So he said, he's not 11 years old. I'm not out here to diss anybody. But, um, you know, people are just taking it the wrong way. But you got to admit, why was it on his post? You know, if it was anybody else, yeah, okay. But it was on a, it was something that he posted on Instagram. So, I mean, do you buy it? Do you really think he, uh, do you really believe that he did throw shade at Brad Pitt? I, it just looked kind of... A co- coincidental, it kind of looks suspicious to me, but uh, he said that he it, it wasn't like that. Raven Simone announced that she is leaving The View. The actress who joined the all-female talk show last year after a period of guest hosting is expected to make her final appearance on the ABC daytime show at the end of the year before the year is up. The 30-year-old star is heading back to Disney for That's So Raven spinoff, Tentatively dubbed That's So Raven 2. She is set to return as a grown up version of the psychic high schooler that she played for five years in the Mouse House original series. And producers Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and Kenny Babyface Edmund have been added to BET forthcoming New Edition Story as exec- executive producers joining Jesse Collins and director Chris Robertson. Uh, as previously reported, the biopic of the R&B group comprised of Michael Bivens, Ricky Bell, Ronnie DeVoe, Bobby Brown, Ralph Tresvant, and Johnny Gill will premiere as a six-hour, three-night event on January 24th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Jam and Lewis produced New Edition's fifth studio effort, 1988 Heartbreak. The album spawned the hits If It Is In Love, You're Not My Kind of Girl, and Can You Stand the Rain. Babyface and his musical partner, L.A. Reid, produced the Grammy Award-winning song Every Little Step from Bobby Brown off his sophomore solo album, Don't Be Cruel. And uh, pop star Zayn Malik said that he suffered from a serious eating disorder before quitting One Direction. The 23-year-old singer revealed he that sometimes he would go days at a time without a meal. 
and because of their scheduling and the pressure attached to the this whole boy band experience, it began to deeply impact his health. Now, Zayn left One Direction in March of 2015 to pursue a solo music career, and that now that he's taking better care of himself, he's telling the Associated Press that he's a bit older and a bit more wiser when it comes to making sure he eats proper meals. He recalled in his new book that his problems uh, stem from two years ago from wanting to be able to manage at least one aspect of his whirlwind lifestyle. Now, Malik isn't the first male celebrity to speak about, out about his battle with an eating disorder. Uh, actor Russell Brand and musician Elton John among those who had opened up about their struggles with similar illnesses in the past. Malik revelation comes less than two months after he canceled a scheduled performance in Dubai due to anxiety issues. The Pillow Talk crooner, who is dating fame model Gigi Hadid, also nixed a concert at the Capitol Summertime Ball in London over the summer for the exact same reason. And apparently, Black Lives Matter doesn't strike a chord with Lil Wayne. The outspoken hip-hop star, who is, uh, of course, African-American, has distanced himself from the widespread movement by declaring that the anti-racism and social justice campaign has nothing to do with him whatsoever. Wayne told journalist Lindsay Davis of ABC Nightline that he didn't feel connected to the whole thing. He also dimmed that the wave of horrific police shootings of African Americans should be grouped together and given a label like Black Lives Matter before seeming to suggest he's not affected by the movement given his personal status as a celebrity. Wayne grew visibly more irritated at the in, as the interview went on, at one point throwing his hands up in the air and briefly breaking eye contact with Davis. He eventually ditched the interview, proclaiming he's not a politician as he just walked off the set. The uh, explosive interview aired less than two months after Wayne explained that during an appearance on Fox Sports 1 Undisputed that he didn't believe racism exists after he performed in front of a predominantly white audience in Westchester. So, yeah, Little Wayne feels that this doesn't affect him because he thinks racism doesn't exist, which I find that to be a little uh, naive. He's either that gullible or that naive, or he feels like he can't relate because he's a celebrity, so he's in his own little world, and we non-celebrity people, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't affect him whatsoever because he's in the celebrity world, he's in the entertainment industry, so he can't relate. Um, I'm, you know. And Lil Wayne, he, I mean, he just comes off as, you know, he doesn't want to dabble. He doesn't want to be uh, politically correct. He doesn't want to engage in no kind of conversation because I, I just don't think he just, like he said, he's just not knowledgeable about the situation or he don't care to know or care to want to know or care to participate in, in knowing what's going on. I, he just not that dude, so... Right now we have here uh, 28 minutes uh, after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I don't know if you guys tuned in last week. Last week I had a special guest. Last week I had actor Courtney Gaines from the classic horror Flick, Children of the Corn by Stephen King. He was my guest last week. He did a fantastic job as a guest appearance on the CBS, the hit crime drama, Criminal Minds. If you missed that interview or you missed that show, you're more than welcome to check it out on the archive, or you can also check it out on iTunes. That's Entertainment Online Radio. It's also on iTunes as well. You can also go to Stitcher.com, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com, and listen to the archives from there, or just tune in to Stitcher.com if you can't t- catch the show live every Wednesday afternoon. And you can also catch, uh, see the. Uh, I'm sorry, you can also listen to the interview on our Facebook page as well. Just to go, just go to www.facebook.com/slash that's entertainment.radio. 
Coming up in the next half hour, I'm going to give you the latest on Val Kilmore. Apparently, Michael Douglas, actor Michael Douglas, had put it out there that uh, the reason why we haven't seen the actor, Val Kilmore, is because he put it out there that he's suffering from cancer. But uh, Val Kilmer, who's a good friend of Michael Douglas, uh, made a correction saying that he's not suffering from cancer, and I'll tell you what he said. Also coming up in the next half hour, uh, there's rumors going around that Kim Kardashian is back on social media, but I'm here to tell you that's not the case. I'll tell you uh, the latest. Also coming up in the next half hour, you know the singer-songwriter, the breakout star of last year, uh, Andra Day? Well, she will be honored as a recipient of the Powerhouse Award at the Billboard's 2016 Women in Music event. You know I have played her music here on here on the show. Love her voice. She has this very distinct voice. Well, she's one of the honors being uh, get, as one of the recipients for this year. And uh, also, the uh, they just started filming the movie Ocean 8, and uh, they there was some star uh, celebrity spotting, including Rihanna. She's uh, starting, she, you know, she's part of that movie, and she just started, she began filming scenes yesterday. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Thank you. 
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We have 23 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Beyonce's little sister, or younger sister, Salon Knows and Don't Touch My Hair. And actually, uh, Salon uh, will be performing that song, I think, next week in on SNL. So uh, look out for that. Uh, actor Val Kilmer said that uh, he does not have cancer, despite Michael Douglas' recent claim. The Top Gun star defended his health in a lengthy Facebook post, saying he has no cancer whatsoever, and that the that Michael Douglas was misinformed. Uh, Douglas co-starred with Kilmer in The Ghost in the Darkness 20 years ago. When discussing the film at a Q&A Sunday, he allegedly told reporters Kilmer was a wonderful guy who is dealing with exactly what he had and things don't look too good for him. The 72-year-old star who was diagnosed with tongue cancer in 2010 said, added that his prayers are with him and that's why you haven't heard too much from Val lately. Kilmore, who's 56, figured that Douglas meant well and referred to him warmly despite the inaccurate assumption. A rep for Douglas uh, told us weekly that he was under the assumption that Kilmore was ill and just wanted to update his worried fans. Rumors about Kilmer's health previously circulated in January of 2015 when reports came out that he was recovering from throat tumor surgery. Kilmer also took to Facebook at the time to deny the speculation. And Kim Kardashian is ready to be back on social media after all. The reality TV star excited a lot of her fans when she broke a silence with three posts shared on her Facebook page on Monday, October 31st. Turned out they were not meant to be sent out that day. The posts include a photo to promote Kim's collaboration with Lumi phone cases. Uh, the caption of the snap uh, read, Downtime, hashtag Lumi collab. The mother of two was also seen in the photo, in the caption, lounging in a chair with her eyes glued to her phone. They also There's also like a link to the throwback Halloween video uploaded on her website. The post has all now been removed. Now, Kim had kept herself away from the spotlight in social media since five masked men raided her Paris apartment, held her at gunpoint, tied her up, and gagged her while they stole her millions of dollars' worth of jewelry. However, she is slowly getting back to her normal life. Last week, she was spotted stepping out for some froyo with her friend Jonathan Sheban and attending her husband, Kanye West, three concerts in Los Angeles. She also started filming Keeping Up with the Kardashians again. But fans have to wait a bit longer to see the 36-year-old beauty making her first official appearance in public. According to ET Online, she is scheduled to show up at a master class Dubai alongside makeup artist Mario Devdivinovic. Sorry if I messed up on that name. On January 13, 2017, she originally said to be at the event on October 14, but had to cancel as she continued to recover from the traumatic robbery. And things are getting serious quickly between Prince Harry and his new girlfriend, Meghan Markle. According to the scoop from People magazine, the gingerhead royal has introduced the actress and humanitarian activist to meet his father, Prince Charles. Rumor has it that the two had been dating for two months. They first met in Toronto while he was in town to promote the 2017 Inviticus game, and she was filming her TV show, Suits. A source revealed to the Daily Mail that Prince Harry bombarded Meghan with texts while she was still dating her Canadian chef, Corey Viatello. A rep for Kensington uh, Palace said that they don't comment on private matters when they uh, when they was contacted by the press. Meanwhile, a close friend of Harry said that people need to let them go let them go their own way and see what happens. Meghan Camp also kept tight lip on the rumor, but the actress seemingly hinted at her royal romance on Instagram. She posted pictures of her wearing a, a bracelet almost identical to her rumor's boyfriend during her recent trip to the UK. She also shared a cheeky picture of the two cuddling um, with a puzzle and tea time. So let's see. Mm. And singer-songwriter 
Andra Day, she's going to be honored at the, as the recipient of the Powerhouse Award at Billboard's 2016 Women in Music event. Day will also perform at the December 9th event right here in New York City, which will be broadcast on Lifetime on December 12th. Uh, the 11th annual event will also honor Madonna, Shania Twain, and Hazley. The star-studded event is held in conjunction with the publication of Billboard Women in Music list, which identifies the 50 most powerful female executives in the industry each year. And um, Andra Day, she first came onto the scene uh, when Stevie Wonder, when she had collaborated with Stevie Wonder uh, for her uh for the um, that commercial that she did during the holidays last year, and plus she has that smash single "Rise Up," where she won countless awards for. So, uh, congratulations to uh, Andra Day. Well deserved. Well deserved. And the latest Madea installment, Boo, a Madea Halloween, has been number one at the box office two weekends in a row. However, writer-director Tyler Perry thinks the film could be earning more if he had been released to two more uh, to more se- uh, screens in white neighborhoods. The movie brought in about $27.6 million during its debut weekend, beating out Tom Cruise's action sequel, Jack Reacher, Never Going Back, Never Go Bad. Boo, a Madea Halloween, was Perry's first film with a large Caucasian audience. He started performing at the Festi Medea character nearly 10 years ago in the franchise's first film, Medea's Family Reunion. Now, Perry movies mainly centered on African-American families and star a predominantly black cast. Still, he said he's happy that his audience is diversifying even without his projects being shown in more theaters. The movie mogul intended to tackle the international audience next by teaming with British comedian Brendan O'Carroll, who famously cross-dresses as the Irish widow character Agnes Brown on the sitcom Mrs. Brown Boys. The opening weekend, Boo! Viewers were 60% African-American and 40% Caucasian, while in the past, audience were 80 to 90% African-Americans, and this is according to Lionsgate. Uh, Disney Channel has announced a third season for its hit spy comedy action series, Casey Undercover, starring my girl Zendaya. She's set to return as uh, Casey Cooper. Now, Cooper is a high school math whiz and a martial art expert. She turned international super spy for the secret government. Now, while she's not trying to navigate the ups and downs of teenage life with her best friend Marissa, Casey, along with her parents, and uh, her seasoned agents, Craig and Kara, and her younger sibling, Ernie and Judy, who Judy happened to be like some uh, robot, they performed the undercover mission near and far, and they, they're there to save the world and balance everyday family situation. Now, today we'll begin production on season three in early 2017 after rapid and uh, production on uh, the feature The Greatest Showman and Marvel Spider-Man Homecoming. The actress was also revealed today as one of Glamour's Women of the Year, chosen for uh, using her um, her stand on uh, certain issues. Um, and speaking of the beautiful Zenea, she's doing some kind of pop-up shop uh, this weekend. I think she's going to be in New York and in Chicago. So, uh, and if you follow her, make sure you follow her on Instagram because um, she um, she put posts lots of nice pictures and what she's up to. And so, uh, very nice girl. I don't know her personally, but uh, she I I love the show. I watch the show. I get a kick. I, I can see why it's number one. My own kids watch the show as well. So. And Rihanna, she has begun filming scenes for Ocean 8. The 28-year-old singer-actress was photographed for the first time on the set of the all-female-driven reboot of Ocean 11 yesterday in New York City. Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock were also snapped on the Big Apple set the day before. The two Oscar-winning superstars were the first to begin filming last Tuesday before they were joined by another cast member, Helena Boham Carter. Now, plot details about the film are still scarce. Rumor has it that Sandra will play the sister of Danny Ocean, the master thief in the original movie who was portrayed by George Clooney. She is said to be the one who rounds up a crew to steal a necklace from the Met Gala in the upcoming movie. 
Ocean 8 is directed by Gary Ross from the screenplay he co-wrote with Olivia Melch, also starring Mindy Callen, Anne Hathaway, and Aquafina. The action flick is set for a June 8, 2018 release in theaters. Right now we have here 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. Another one. Another one. We the best music. Yo, he ain't messing with no average shit. Pop, pop. He got Nicky, he know that he hit the jackpot. Egg baller trying to score, check them shot clocks. But I hit them with them prawn, it's a dollar block. Eat the cake, Jimmy, suck on my toes, yes. Hitting them home runs, I be like, go Mets. I want a dude that still kiss me when he mad. Type to cop me diamonds, he can miss me with them tags. When you like him, think you mind all night. Baby, you should be up in my bed. Ooh, do you mind? Do you mind? Baby, you do you mind? Do you mind? I'm just trying to get to know y'all. Get a little closer, baby, closer. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind? 
That was the latest music from DJ Khaled and uh, featuring Nicki Minaj, Chris Brown, August Alsina, Jeremiah Future, and Rick Ross. Right now we have eight minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Rambo is officially getting a reboot. Despite previous chatter about Sylvester Stallone returning to the franchise, the upcoming remake called Rambo New Blood is reportedly in the works without the, without the original actor. Instead, a younger actor is expected to take over the iconic role. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the project will be tackled in a manner akin to that of James Bond. The Rambo franchise started in 1982 with First Blood, based on David Morrell's novel of the same name. It was followed by three more movies, with the last one led and co-directed by Sly Stallone in 2008. Last year, the actor tweeted about working on a follow-up called Rambo Last Blood. And Modern Family has just scored a big name as a guest star. Five-time Emmy-winning actor Kelsey Grammer is set to appear in an upcoming episode of the current eighth season of the NBC series as Cam, played by Eric Stone Street, ex-boyfriend. Grammer will play Keith, who is a circus ringmaster. Uh, the episode is being filmed this weekend and is scheduled to air in early January. The Cheers and Fran- uh, Fraser alum joins Nathan Fillion and Martin Short, who have also been tapped to guest star on Modern Family Season 8. Grammar has worked with several people behind Modern Family, including series creator Christopher Lloyd, who was the executive producer on Frasier, and other co-creator uh, Steve Levinton, and who also created Grammar's short-lived Fox sitcom, Back to You. The 61-year-old acting vet also stars in Amazon drama pilot The Last Tycoon, which has been picked up to series. Modern Family airs on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central on ABC. And Donald Trump will not return to Saturday Night Live ever. Hosting the show twice in 2004 and 2015, the Republican presidential nominee said in a recent interview with Extra that he's done with it. He said that the show invited him again, but he's not interested. Donald Trump slammed SNL after an episode where the cast mocked his family in a parody of Beyonce Knows Sorry music video. He accused the show of doing a hit job on him. And Tom Sizemore is dragged to the court by a stuntman by the name of Stephen Del Castroy. The actor is sued by Del Castroy for uh, running him over at a Aqua Dulce Airport when they were filming the USA series Shooter back in July. The trouble star was accused of getting drunk while behind the wheel. The stuntman also named Viacom, Paramount, and others as defendants. The plaintiff accused producers of ratifying Sizemore actions by not terminating him after the onset crash that left him partially trapped underneath the vehicle. He was airlifted by helicopters to uh, to go to the hospital back then. Now, DeCastro is suing for negligence, battery, assault, and intentionally an intentional infliction of emotional distress. Neither, neither Sizemore nor, nor Shooter have commented on the matter, but the show led by Ryan Phillips is scheduled to premiere on November 15 after a couple of delays. Tom Sizemore has been struggling with substance abuse for years. He was arrested on suspicion of domestic violence less than two weeks after the onset accident. Back in 2003, he was jailed for beating up his then-girlfriend. And NBC has plans to uh, for its next live holiday musical. NBC Entertainment Chairman Bob Greenblatt announced during a panel at the Paley Center in Beverly Hills that Jennifer Lopez will star in Bye Bye Birdie Live set for 2017. Lopez will play Rose Rosie Alvarez, the secretary and the the uh, the patient girlfriend of the fragile songwriter and music agent Albert Peterson in the adaptation of the 1960 Tony-winning Broadway musical starring Sheeta Rivera and Dick Van Dyke. The 47-year-old singer-actress will also executive produce the live telecast alongside uh, the uh, alongside her manager Betty Medina and the production. Uh, 
production person Elaine Goldsmith Thomas. Harvey Fierstein, who uh, will adapt uh, Michael Stewart's original book, A Bye Bye Birdie, for the telecast. And uh, they said that uh, he's also behind previous live musical production like The Sound of Music Live, Peter Pan Live, The Wiz, and the upcoming Hairspray Live, which will return as uh, the executive producer for the Bye Bye Birdie Live. Now, the original Broadway play followed the hysteria of a small town in Ohio when music heartthrob uh, Conrad Birdie pays a visit to a member of his fan club by the name of Kim McAfee. She gives her one last kiss before being drafted into the Army. It was inspired, get this, by Evers. Presley and his induction into the Army in 1957. And Will and Grace Revival is in development for uh, NBC. Uh, they reportedly are in early talks to revive this Emmy-winning sitcom for one new season. Although returning to the original home of the Peacock is a possibility, but the revamp project is also opening the doors for streaming service. The sitcom hopes to bring back the original stars like Deborah Messing, Eric McCormack, Megan Mullaney, and Sean Hayes in a 10-episode installment. The creator, Mac Muchnick, and David Cohen are also in negotiation to return for the revival. The Will and Grace revival comes a month after the cast reunited in a mini-episode on YouTube. The project will join many other TV revivals like Fuller House, Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, and Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later. And the wait will be over soon. Almost three years since we saw the third season of Sherlock, PBS has finally announced a premiere date for the fourth installment of the Emmy-winning series. The first episode titled The Six Thatchers will air on January 1st, 2017 on PBS Masterpiece, the same day it aired across the pond. As with previous season, the fourth season will consist of three episodes with Benedict Cumberbatch returning as the detective, Martin Freeman as his sidekick, Dr. John Watson, and Amanda Abington as Watson's wife, Mary Morstan. The plot details are still kept under wrap, but the network had previously promised that it would bring back laughter, tears, shock, surprises, and extraordinary cases. Obi Jump joined the cast to play a villain, and there has been rumors that Sherlock presumed dead nemesis Jim. Uh, Moriarty, played by Andrew Scott, will make a return. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe. Don't forget to turn back your clock Sunday morning at 2 a.m. It goes back to 1 a.m. And uh, don't forget... Don't forget to vote on Tuesday. Tuesday is election day. Make your voice count. Make your vote vote count. Well, that's it for today. Have a good one, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.